You're listening to Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic on Bloomberg Radio. I'm going to get right to it because uh, I want to get to Hank Watkins. He's president of the Americas region of Lloyd's of London. The Americas region is Lloyd's largest market for insurance and reinsurance. So let's get more on the company and how business is going, the industry, the outlook. Hank joins us on the phone in New York City. Hank, nice to have you here uh, on Bloomberg Business Week. So how are you? And, and tell us a little bit about the past year and how it's been for you guys. Hi, Carol. Thanks so much for having me today. Um, you know, it's clearly been a tragedy globally, and in, in many countries, we're, we're far from seeing a conclusion to this this pandemic. But, for, you know, for the insurance industry, which is, I think, the focus of the conversation today, uh, we've gotten through it pretty well. We were uh, initially looking at, at well over $100 billion in claims globally, as well as a similar diminution of asset values. Uh, the asset values were not hit as hard, but but there still will, when this is all said and done, be more than $100 billion in claims paid by the global insurance and reinsurance industry. You think of the events that were canceled or postponed, Wimbledon, the Olympics, mm-hmm. um, all around the world, just as major events there. So, But, but you know, uh, not to say there was a positive outcome of this, but it forced our industry, which has historically been fairly slow to digitize, uh, to use the, the – um, the benefit of, of electronic uh, um, distribution uh, to really get on board with that well, so across the industry. Yeah, well, sorry. let me jump in. No, no, no. Forgive me. But, you know, what yeah. is digitization in your industry? Like we get it when it comes to retail, right? Everybody going on platforms and, and shopping. I get that. So what is exactly digitization or the digital component that you guys had to ramp up as a result of the pandemic? Well, you look at it from a banking perspective, you know, it's clearly it's, it's converting um, data in, into numerical figures that you can more readily um, use across an entire platform. In the insurance industry, uh, there is a certain element, the insure tech side, that has done a great job at over the past several years, mostly in the personalized and small commercial space. Mm-hmm. But in the large, more complex risk space, which Lloyd's plays in, we still, prior to the pandemic, uh, did a lot of our business face-to-face. Uh, there was a fair amount of paper involved between submissions and policies and all that. But as of April of 2020, uh, we and a lot of our competitors pivoted very quickly towards electronic uh, transactions. You know, everything was done via via email, policies issued, issued digitally, et cetera. So we, we've come a long way. Uh, we might have gotten there, you know, absent a pandemic in five years. But uh, again, like I said, one of the outcomes that has benefited the industry and Lloyd's is that we've moved a lot more quickly. And that stays with us, no doubt about it. You don't go back. Oh, that stays with with us. The face-to-face element of Lloyd's trading, particularly in London, uh, there on One Live Street, will continue. It'll be different mm. because not everybody's going to want to go back, of course, every day as they did before. Uh, but but that's going to evolve over time. But the industry has gotten a, a lot more efficient in its processes over the past year, not just in in quoting and in issuing policies, but pay, paying claims as well. And, and with hurricane season uh, projected to be even uh, more severe this year than last year. That's going to be really impactful for for thousands, if not more, people who get affected by the hey, hey, quick, the hurricanes and yeah. Oh, forgive me. I keep doing that to you, and I didn't no, mean no. to. I no. want to actually talk about climate and stuff in a, in a moment. But I am curious about during the pandemic. You mentioned that when all is said and done, it'll be about $100 billion in claims paid out. Um, you talk about the U.S. Open, something that we typically go to. And, of course, that was shut down. That's a huge event. Wimbledon, so many different sporting events. What was the biggest claim component, if there's a pie in terms of claims being paid out? Was it sports and events? What was it the biggest component that was ultimately paid out because of the pandemic? 
and claims. Carol, I'll speak from, from Lloyd's perspective only. Sure. Uh, since we do ensure a lot of events globally, event cancellation was probably 40% globally of our mm-hmm. of the impact on us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's tr- it's tremendous. It's like amazing. Well, has it then changed? Does Hank, does it change your thinking in terms of policies going forward? I mean, who would have thunk, right? A pandemic. It's like a, one of those black swan events, it feels like. But does it change your thinking about policy coverage um, or clients? Are they changing their thinking about what kind of insurance they have? God forbid we get another pandemic. Well, there were, there were actually uh, products available um, for several years. So, I mean, Lloyd's issued a paper about 10 years ago uh, exploring the risk of, of a major pandemic. And uh, it was issued and, and read by some people, I suppose. But then ultimately, there were some policies uh, put out there in the marketplace by a few major firms. And, and there was no take up because mm-hmm. people, especially, you know, post financial crisis, people are struggling to get back on their feet. Businesses aren't thinking about every possible systemic issue out there. Right. They need to cover what it takes to, to run their business. So that, that's the way human nature is, though, right? We, yeah. we spend money on insuring our cell phones, yet we don't necessarily <laughs> take care of our lives or other things as we might. So, Hank, you mentioned that you guys, you insure a lot of events. What's your expectation for the next year or so? Because the world is definitely reopening. But I am curious if a lot of events or those who put on the events are either upping their insurance coverage. I'm just curious, what was the impact as a result of the pandemic? Carol, the impact has been that that buying coverage is significant limits of liability for a major event that could be impacted by another wave or by a, a new pandemic, for example, is very difficult, but we have found a number of, of uh, new insurance providers coming on scene. They don't have any legacy losses. Mm-hmm. They didn't pay for the losses last year, so they have an opportunity now with new capital to go out there, re-underwrite the exposure, and potentially provide solutions to some of these major event organizers uh, around the world. Oh, that's interesting. What's happening with pricing, though, in terms of coverage? So much is going to depend on on the view of the underwriters uh, as to the exposure, how it's controlled, where the country is, how many people are at a venue, uh, uh, and, and frankly, what the limits of liability, I, I, yeah. how, what's the high-end potential loss. You know, it's interesting. We've been watching kind of the comings and goings of the upcoming Olympics in Japan. I mean, that is such a tricky situation. Is an event like that insured? I have no idea. Yes, an event like that uh, is insured, and even if it's postponed, there are a lot of costs associated with moving it a year or two, so that would have been covered primarily by the insurers who provided the coverage. Um, as to whether or not they'll have uh, go-forward coverage, I, I don't know that at this point, but it's clearly something the Japanese government wants to go ahead with. Right, exactly. Well, yeah. you know, from your vantage point, because you are – talking with various clients and I'm sure and customers or, or hearing, you know, feedback in terms of uh, whether it's events or the rest of the world. I mean, it, it does feel like it's opening up, but it just depends on where you are. You work in the Americas region. What are you seeing specifically within the American markets? Oh, I'm glad you asked that question. Well, the U.S. Uh, clearly is on, on a great footing to move forward. The economy is, is doing better. States are, are opening up. Uh, you look at Canada, Toronto is one of the most locked down cities in the world to this day. Mm. Uh, restaurants have not opened in over a year for inside dining, and, and the whole country, uh, depending on the province, is challenged differently. Latin America, of course, we read about Brazil, Peru, Colombia, a real challenge in all those countries. So 
you know, I sit in the middle of it here in, 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 the, in New York City area, and, and we certainly see um, all ends of the spectrum. Um, and, and hoping that everybody gets through this, um, obviously, sooner rather than later. But it's such a good, it's such an important point because, you know, we've had these discussions certainly within our newsroom or even with guests who, you know, it does feel so much better in the United States of America. But we know when you look around some of the emerging markets, like you said, some of the areas that you play into in the Americas, uh, you know, when you said Toronto, and we've done some reporting on what's going up in Canada, too, you know, it's a reminder that it is starts and stops. And what we're seeing in maybe one major market doesn't mean that's what we're seeing in, in other markets. How do, you, how do you run a business in that way? How are you figuring out policies or what your exposure is because of that? Because it sounds like visibility, Hank, is still um, a little fuzzy. Well, well, Lloyd's and, and, and most of the uh, players in our industry uh, ensure a lot of other uh, events and exposures, of course, and mm-hmm. the pandemic, uh, really a classic systemic risk, much as we classify cyber risk or supply chain risk or even climate change impacts. There are these risks that are very difficult to anticipate, extremely difficult to quantify. But at the end of the day, our industry is playing in some aspect of all these risks all the time. Mm-hmm. So going forward, there's still a wide, especially as our economy improves, look at construction picking up. There's a wide range of positive things coming out of Uh, the lockdown period, uh, certainly for the U.S. market. The insurance market, some may think it's boring, but it's really fascinating, especially when you're talking with Lloyds of London, because (laughs) you guys insure things that it's, it's just much more diverse and interesting. And, you know, I'm just thinking of some of the things you just talked about. And of course, interesting can mean also tragic, unfortunately, but cyber risk, you talk about supply chain risk, which was a big deal this past year because of the pandemic, climate change, of course, diversity and inclusion. You know, what are the areas where you are, you, you folks are just seeing policies being written fast and furiously? Wow. It's, it's, it, well, again, it's across the board. Lloyd's writes more than 60 classes of business. There, there are very few lines of business we don't insure. And mm-hmm. we've been in the U.S. for about 125 years. I think we wrote the first policy protecting uh, of, uh, orchards in Florida against freeze, you know, 100 years ago. So that, that's the, the goofy stuff, but um, still very important if you're the policyholder. Right. But we tend to insure the more complex risks. Um, 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 the energy industry has been a significant part of our business, aviation, uh, shipping, construction, as I mentioned, even the sharing economy. You know, several years ago, we got pretty close to this emerging industry uh, that had a real struggle getting people after a certain plateau, getting into strangers' cars or renting strangers' homes and vice versa. But when insurance came along and made that a much more feasible transaction for both parties, uh, that whole industry took off. So we're constantly looking for new areas uh, of emerging economic development that we can facilitate through insurance. It sounds boring to some people, but I, I argue that if any passion you might have in life, even if, if you're a fine arts major in college, you can build a career in insurance around insuring fine arts. Which is which is really interesting. But I also think about what, if you want to know about the risks, like find out where people want to be covered just in case. Hey, one thing I want to ask you before you go, climate change is a big deal. Um, Lloyd's in London, I know, has had protesters demanding that the insurance market and Lloyd's stop insuring things like coal miners. Lloyd's of London plans to exit fossil fuel insurance by 2030. Uh, you know... Why does it take so long <laughs> to exit and just got about 30, 35 seconds? Yeah, so to clarify that, we're going to exit from, from Arctic drilling, uh, uh, sulfur coal mining and utilization and power plants, and then um, uh, oil sands in Canada. Mm-hmm. 
the oil and gas industry uh, is a separate conversation, but the reason you don't just jump out of it is because you think of the millions of jobs, the, the massive economic impact that would have if the entire industry jumped out and we're a big player. So we're trying to do the right thing. We also ensure a lot of renewable energy. So you look at the farm solar farms around the world, we run a big percentage of that risk. So we're getting off the, the on the way to decarbonization by 2050. We're doing our part, we think. It's never fast enough, is it? But we're yeah. doing our part. And we're also ensuring renewables to, to get us to the next step. Well, listen, I really enjoyed this, and I hope you'll come back. Uh, I'd love to get an update uh, a little bit later this year and see how things are going. Hank Watkins, he's president of the Americas region of Lloyd's of London, uh, joining us on the phone in New York City.